Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Life in the Eye of Tony, and here's your daily dose. So today's topic is going to be about what does it mean to be stuck? So in the previous podcast, we were talking about how trauma is a gift, right? And of course, I'm not going to be able to explain everything in a single podcast session, right? I, I wish it'd be like, download this and you're going to be free for the rest of your life. No, it's going to come in stages and my guides are literally like, Tony, you need to get on the podcast and you need to share this information. So here I am following my guidance and let's go ahead and get started. So what does it mean to be stuck? So let's define what stuck means in terms of energy and consciousness okay so when energy is stuck it's moving at a very slow rate but it's also not moving in a constant state of flow it's moving in a cycle so when energy gets stuck within us it doesn't flow through all of our chakra systems or energy centers as it should it it just there's a part that gets stuck and it goes in a loop. Okay, so that's what it means for things to get stuck. It's really just getting stuck in a loop and it's repeating itself over and over and over and over again because it's stuck. It's like, I don't know which way to go, so I'm just going to keep going around and around and around and around and around until there's some type of intervention that says, okay, it's time to let go. You need to okay, turn, veer left right now. And then you veer left at that right moment. And then all of a sudden you're back in a state of flow and that energy is moving through you. That's what it means to be stuck energetically, right? So instead of the energy moving in a continuum state of flow, it starts to loop and become a cycle that just circles around and around and around and around until it's ready to be processed and let go of. My teacher, who I admire and adore with all of my heart, and she was the person who really set me on my, you know, like, I was already in a spiritual awakening from such a young age, and I was, like, finding material, but this was my first mentor, okay? So, like, what I mean by that is she was my first mentor that really helped me focus my consciousness on a particular instruction right and she would always tell us i'm basically saying the same thing over and over and over again i'm never saying anything new i'm saying the same thing over and over and over and over again and it really makes so much sense now i mean it made sense then but as i've matured and grown wiser and have become more aware in my own like on my own without a mentor, I understand what she means clearly. You know, there's no, you know, mm, there's a little bit of gray area here. Mm, 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 I need help, right? No, like I clearly understand it. And here are the three rules that she told me to live by, right? Simple and very clear. Okay, here they are. One, the first step in life or the first rule in life to follow. Let me rephrase that. Okay. I'm just going to list them out. So rule one, learn to let go. Rule two, 
observe your thoughts. Rule three, be kind. So these are the three rules of life, right? If you can follow these three rules, then you're going to be in a constant state of flow. You're going to be in open. Your, your energy is not going to get stuck. But if these three rules, I didn't even take that long to explain them, right? They're so simple. It's like, oh, really? That's it? Oh, why aren't we all living fully happy lives in every single given moment, right? Because one, we don't know how to let go. Things get stuck within us. We hold on to things. And it becomes lodged in our energetic field for however amount of time until something comes up that helps us um, bring consciousness to that cycle that's been repeating itself over and over and over again. And someone finally says, veer left now. So then you finally veer left and you're like, oh my God, wow, I feel I feel relief. Oh my God, I, I'm observing my thoughts. So the next time that happens again, I'm like, well, Tony, this is what you did in the past. And this and this and this and that. And then you like move through it. And then you're like, ah, oh, now I can just be so kind. I'm like, I'm being kind to myself. I'm being compassionate. I'm letting my... Th- you know, I'm letting my feelings be felt and I'm really loving and nurturing myself. And you're applying these three rules to yourself, which allows you to apply these three rules to everyone else, right? Sounds simple, but once again, if we get stuck anywhere along the path, then we are creating a cycle that is going to continue to loop and loop and loop and loop and loop until there's some type of intervention, that could be, you know, a break in your consciousness where finally all of a sudden that you just are done with that feeling, that you accept it. And then once you accept it, that acceptance permeates that pattern of cycle and then moves it back into the state of flow where it's able to process and be released. So anytime we're feeling stuck in life, we have to ask ourselves a question. What am I holding on to and why am I holding on to it? Right? There are so many reasons to that answer. I'm sure we can all think of a hundred for one, maybe. Like, okay, why am I still holding on to this relationship that caused me so much pain and it's over and done with? Like, it's, it's done. Like, it's over. Why am I still thinking about that person? Why am I still fantasizing about that person? Why does that person still have an emotional pull over me, right? Because there is a cycle that is happening within us that we got stuck in, right? Maybe it's the loss. Maybe it's the betrayal. Maybe it's the abandonment. Maybe it's the heartbreak, you know? It's some type of feeling within us that we did not want to feel, okay? So an easy way for us to learn to let go is to accept the feeling and actually feel it. So if we're going through a breakup and it hurts, they all do. Breakups aren't like, ah, yes, it's a win, right? It's like, well, I'm having to grieve the loss of this person that I loved and it makes it so much harder because that person is still living Well, if they are still living, it's usually a lot harder because it's not like, well, you know, um, 
they're dead and now I just have to face the fact that they're dead you know and I grieve it all it's more like while they're alive I'm grieving the loss of them and I'm also grieving the loss of this like future that I anticipated with them right like you have to grieve two types of things when you're in a normal breakup without death but when you go through a death then you just kind of have you I mean you grieve the same two things but it's more clear it's like well it's not happening because unfortunately this person passed away and it wasn't at the time that you know was expected but we accept it more because there's nothing that we can do about it right when you know the person is still alive and we're in a relationship we're like is there anything I can still do what if what if I did this what if I did that and you start negotiating with yourself right you start resisting what actually happened and you get stuck in this mental loop where you're trying to imagine all of the scenarios that could have been you know you could have taken a different route here you could have done something differently there you could have done something differently here and if you did all those things in these types of ways would it still have gotten you to the same situation of the breakup right so that is us avoiding the feelings that come with the breakup because we're starting to negotiate with ourselves well let me think about all the different ways that I could have gone about this differently and maybe that'll change something, right? But that is just us getting stuck. We're not saying, okay, the relationship is over. I'm going to feel the sadness. I'm going to feel the loss. I'm going to feel the betrayal. I'm going to feel the abandonment. I'm going to feel the guilt. I'm going to feel the shame. Like, maybe we fucked up. And it's like, well, I'm, I'm, I feel bad, right? Like, so now we're over here like, okay, like, damn, I have to live with myself. And we do the same thing. We negotiate. We bargain. We're like, mm, what if I did this this way? Like, then I wouldn't be a bad person, right? No, just like... Just accept what already happened because you can't change it. But now you're just getting yourself stuck in this energy loop because you're not allowing it to just flow through you and be something that happens and passes by. Right. So I'm reading this book called The Untethered Soul, which is amazing. And I recommend everyone go read it. It's by Michael A. Singer. And he, I mean... He explains it so well. I've read a lot of books. And within a short period of time. And his book, like I was saying in the beginning, how my teacher said, I'm really saying the same thing over and over and over again, right? As I'm reading all these books, I'm realizing they're all saying the same thing, right? They're saying these these three simple rules, basically. Learn to let go observe your thoughts and be kind right so he breaks down everything in such a beautiful way that's like easy to understand it's not like oh my god the jargon is making my head explode because i'm having to decipher the meaning of every single other word because i don't understand it right no it's like okay i'm speaking to you in english or your native language so that way you can process it and in this book, he's talking about how our energy gets stuck, right? And he explains it beautifully. So 
imagine yourself driving and when you're taking in the world through your eyes your senses start to digest what it is that you're seeing through you know sight through taste through smell through sound through touch through feeling right so your senses start to digest the energy that's coming in from the external world for it to flow through your internal chakra system your energy system and normally if we're going through life in a constant state of flow these things will just pass through us and then we won't carry it into the next moment right as we're driving we see a car we see a business we see someone walking down the street we see something happening right and when we get home we're not even thinking about what we saw we're we've completely let it flow through us there was no blockage there was no cyclical loop that got started okay but now i want you to think about yourself driving and someone um you're you're driving on the freeway and someone cuts you off and you're like what the fuck right and you like go off on them and now you're pissed off and you're thinking about like this guy's an idiot what was that person thinking like don't they know how to pay attention to the road don't they know how to drive right we become resistant to that type of event that took place so it gets stored within us and now we're thinking about it and we're pissed we, we're feeling anger we're feeling irritation we're feeling frustration right because how could someone be so rude to us when we're trying to drive in a nice fashion to get to where we're going and then this person just like kind of like throws this like energetic time bomb at us and now we're the ones that are stuck with <laughs> we're the ones that get blocked because we didn't let that just pass through us right so we're thinking about it we're fuming we're like oh this person was so rude you get home you're still thinking about it you share the story with your partner you know you share it with whoever's there and you continue to talk about it and then you go to sleep and then you wake up and the next morning you're on the road and then you're like thinking like mm, everyone better fucking drive right today because i don't have time for this shit right <laughs> so you're still thinking about something that happened yesterday you're still thinking about something you know that maybe happened two days ago that means that it's blocked it's in a cycle because there was a feeling within that moment that you didn't want to feel fully right like maybe you felt that that situation was unfair and because it felt unfair to you it made you feel really sad and you didn't understand it you were confused right but instead of being confused and feeling that confusion and feeling that sadness and feeling like wow you know like i really didn't deserve to be treated like that by you know a random person driving on the freeway today like that made me really sad <laughs> And instead of admitting that to ourselves, we get pissed off and then we block that energy with, you know, anger. So the anger is what sets that energy from constantly flowing through us because we're no longer accepting it, we're rejecting it, right? So the rejection of that moment can be anger, annoyance, irritation, frustration, um, you know, it could be depression, right? Like, ugh. Um, that could be like a breakup, right? Like, no, I'm not going to accept this because now I'm going to go into depression. All right. So there's so many things that make us get stuck, but it's just because we're not accepting what happened and letting it go. 
right? If we can learn to teach ourselves to accept everything that is happening us to us in this moment and fully feel it as it's happening now, then we're allowing our energy flow to stay in a constant state of flow. Imagine how much different your life would be, right? If you were allowing your energy to constantly flow through you, well, you wouldn't be wasting energy the next day talking about something that happened yesterday or the day before, right? No, no, you wouldn't because you would felt it. You would have felt it in the moment. You would have let it go and then you would have carried about your day and you wouldn't have needed to share that story with someone else and someone else and someone else. So anytime we share information, whether it's positive or negative, we amplify that charge. So if it's a negative charge, we're going to amplify it, right? We're going to continue to fuel it. If it's positive, we're going to continue to fuel it. So here's the twist, right? And this is what Michael Singer was saying in The Untethered Soul, is there are two ways we can become stuck, right? We can block our energy in two different ways. The first way is we hold on to something negative, right? So we're still mad at that driver, don't understand why it happened, but we do know that we didn't like it and we're not letting it go because it makes us feel better to like complain about it, basically, right? So we're stuck in that loop. The other part to that is when we have a really blissful experience and we want to hold on to it so tightly because we love the way that it made us feel, right? Like imagine the first time you ever had a kiss and you're like, oh my God. And you start telling everybody about it. Like it was so good. Like they just did it in the right way. They did it at the right moment, right? Like you were really excited about it. So you hold on to it, but that also keeps your energy stuck in a loop because it's no longer flowing through you. Yeah. It's creating, it's creating a positive charge, but you're, you're blocking the flow of energy that's supposed to stay open. And because you hold on to that one moment, you're kind of like saying, this is what I want every single moment to feel like. And if it doesn't feel like this, then I'm going to resist it, right? So what if we were just telling ourselves or allowing ourselves to feel that beautiful kiss and just be like so thankful for it and then move on to the next moment, right? Yeah, of course, those are things that you can share, right? You're going to share that because you're excited about it. I'm not saying that we can't share or vent. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all, because I feel like that might be some interpretations that might be going on right now. That's not what I'm saying at all. If you need to vent something out, vent it out, but then let it go. Like, don't hold on to it. If you want to share a positive experience, share it, but then let it go. Don't make that be something that you want to experience tomorrow. That's what I mean by that. Like we have to be open to continually allowing ourselves to experience what life has in the moment. Because when we hold on to that positive charge and then we expect that to happen again, right? Like if you're like, oh my God, they kissed me at the right time. They kissed me in the right place, this and this and that. And then you're thinking about that previous moment 
and now it's a new moment and then they kind of like mm, that kiss wasn't the same as the first one well then because we're holding on to a positive experience and we're having we're placing expectations on a future experience well now we're creating a resistance right because it, if it doesn't match up to the first time then it's, something's not right with it the second time but that's not true it's just a different moment and a different feeling so we have to learn how to allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling so we don't become stuck. And that's what it means to let go. If you can feel what you're feeling, then you're going to let go. If you're not going to feel what you're going to feel, well, then you're going to hold on to it. Second step, right? Second rule, observe your thoughts. So... That will be for another time. I won't go into full detail into that right now. But in, let's see, um, I can do this quickly, I guess. So observing your thoughts just means becoming very aware of who's talking in your brain, right? So we have about 70,000 thoughts a day. How many thoughts do you think you're actually watching, right? I want you to imagine yourself when you're driving again, but this time I want you to think about the times where you go on autopilot and you're like, oh my God, how did I even get here? <laughs> right? That's happened to me a lot in the past. I'm more conscious and aware. So I'm like, okay, I'm paying attention to where I'm going. I'm really taking in what I'm seeing, this and this and that. But don't get me wrong. Like I still have those moments where it's like, oh my God, I totally just zoned out right now. Like who was even driving the car? How did I not get into an accident? Did I run a red light? Like, you think about all those things because you're like, whoa, I was totally in a different headspace. That's what I mean by, like, you have to really become aware of what is happening in your brain. Who's talking? What are they saying? Why are they saying it? But you don't judge what's happening. You just become very aware of the thoughts that are going on in your brain. And when you can become very aware of the thoughts that are become that are going on in your brain you can start to select the ones that you align with, right? So, like, maybe your thoughts are saying, like, you're a fuck-up, you fucked up real bad, like, you're never going to amount to anything. Well, that would be a thought that I would say, hmm, interesting. Oh, well, that's great. I'm going to let that pass. I'm not going to place any type of judgment on it. I'm not going to give it any type of energy. I'm just going to let it flow through me, right? Clouds are like thoughts. They just pass by in the sky but above the clouds the sky is always blue okay so become very observant of your thoughts and let them pass select the ones that you want to select the ones that work for you three be kind right sounds simple enough but are we being kind to ourselves that's where it really starts like if you can have compassion for yourself first and like be kind to you and every single like meaning of the word like I'm gonna be kind to myself with my hygiene and really brush my teeth every day in the morning in the middle of the day and at night and maybe after I drink coffee and maybe after I eat it like a sugary snack so that way I'm really taking care of my body like I'm being kind to my body I'm being kind to my health then like I'm gonna be kind to my mind and my mental state my mental health and I'm gonna read some good books and I'm gonna like make sure that I'm really feeding my mind healthy information so that way I'm constantly you know when I whenever 
negative information enters, I'm able to process that more effectively because I've already given myself so much positive information that when the negative one hits, it's able to be like broken down and processed and let go of because I've been kind to my mind, right? And like, you know, third, like in another example, like, am I being kind to to just me? Like, do I love myself? Like, am I showing myself love? Am I giving myself like a high value? Like, am I really giving my worth all that it's meant? You know, like, are you doing those things on a regular basis, on a day-to-day basis? Is it a habit? Is it second nature for you yet? Because when it becomes second nature for you to be kind to yourself, you're going to be kind to everyone else in the same way because you're going to know, oh my God, I'm having a bad day. And I realize that like when I'm having a bad day, I just need to like tune out from the world and like, you know, make some popcorn and drink some ginger ale. Like that's my go-to when I'm having a bad day. It's like so comforting for me, but like I feel better. It's like one of my self-care, like it's in my self-care kit. Like be kind to yourself and create a self-care kit so that way you know that you can take care of yourself and be kind to yourself in any given moment. Okay, so now that those things have been spoken about briefly, um, I'll definitely have to do a podcast on just those three things in depth. Maybe it'll be like a podcast for each one. But anyways, so back to being stuck, right? Just like in the podcast that I was saying, like, we have to realize that trauma is a gift, right? Trauma gets stuck in the body because we don't want to feel all the emotions that come with it. So being stuck can happen any given, well, being stuck can happen at any time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be related to trauma. We can get stuck because we're not able to speak up for ourselves in a given moment. And that's not traumatic. I mean, it could be, but that's not something that... Mm. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. So if we're not able to speak up for ourselves, right? Well, then we get stuck in a in a process where people are constantly doing all the talking. And we're constantly feeling frustrated because we didn't get to say what we needed to say, right? So in that moment, like you have to learn how to voice what it is that you're thinking in order for you to become unstuck, right? So the energy in that moment was, well, I'm feeling resistance because I don't feel like I'm being heard. And now I'm going to either release that and speak up or I'm going to hold on to it and think about all of what I should be saying and then think about what I should have said in the next moment and think about how that person never let me say what I need to say and now it's two days later and you're like if you guys would have just listened to me because I had something I needed to say and you're still thinking about it and now you're using it as a point to make because that would have been really valuable information to the event that just happened right but we didn't speak up, so we blocked ourselves. So there's 
so many different ways we can get stuck in life. But if we can learn how to just feel the emotion or do the uncomfortable thing that we might not want to do because it's challenging us to grow in that moment, you're going to realize you're going to feel a lot more open and your energy is going to be flowing a lot more. And when your energy flows, you're going to feel more vibrant. You're going to feel more passionate. You're going to feel more excited about life. You're going to feel like you're able to think of solutions more quickly because your energy isn't being wasted on something that's being stored in your body. And you're actually using your energy on something that's going to create, right? So anytime energy is stuck in our body, it's like a black hole. It's just siphoning energy to that because that energy is trying to get unstuck, but it's trying to bring your awareness to it. So you're starting to feel tired. You feel lethargic. You're like, oh, I don't want to go to work today, right? But when you're in a state of flow, you're like, oh, I can't wait to go to work today. I'm going to like think of all these solutions. I'm going to come up with this. You're in a, you're in a, you're feeling pretty good. So when we're stuck, just think about it in those ways. Do I want to feel more energy or do I want to feel drained? And that's another way to check in with yourself. Like, am I feeling stuck right now? Am I feeling energized or am I feeling depleted? If you're feeling energized, then you're probably open. You probably don't have very many blockages. You're probably like, yeah, let's go. I'm ready. If you're feeling drained, you're probably like, well... I'm processing a lot of blockages right now that I'm not 100% aware of all of them or which one it is, but I do know that something is siphoning my energy right now and I don't like it. So, all right, um, that's enough for me. It is four o'clock in the morning, but my guides are like, you need to say what you need to say right now. And I'm glad I did. So I'm going to leave you guys with the title of this book once again it's called the untethered soul the journey beyond yourself by michael a singer and just one of the little blurbs on the back um, by Deepak, Deepak chopra he said um read this book carefully oh read this book carefully and you will get more than a glimpse of eternity and if you've ever read or if you're familiar with Deepak chopra then You'll know that he is really big in the spiritual community as a guru himself, and I've read a lot of his books, and he explains things in a very clear and concise way too. So the fact that, you know, his blurb is on the cover of the book, it it drew me to it more than um, if it was someone that I didn't know. So maybe if you connect and resonate with that, it, it might inspire you to read this book too. And it's pretty short. It's 181 pages. So if that's short to you, that is short for me. But what's short for me might not be short for somebody else. Okay, you guys, I love you. If you would like to book a session and start your, you know, journey in whatever area you'd like to, remember that my Instagram is life in the eye of Tony and you can always DM me directly. All right. I love you guys. Bye.